Namasta, Sasrika Adab, and welcome to Medford's Best Podcast. I am Mark Roberts, your host, and why is this the best podcast? It's the best podcast because I said so, and that is all you need to know. So that's why, and as someone once said, as long as I'm here, it doesn't matter where here is anyway. So it's cold, it's ugly, rain and snow, and I still don't care. I love Oregon. We still have crime, drugs, poverty, government assistance, and incompetence. It's alive and well. There's no end in sight. But at some point in time, we're going to have to reconcile with the fact that we can't survive off the tax dollar of retired California millionaires. The welfare state isn't self-sustaining, and we're actually going to have to go back to the good old days of producing products like those made of wood, primarily dimensional lumber, or we won't have a state. So far, we've seen a good wet year, but that doesn't matter. Fire season in the summer will be worse than ever. There's more dry fuel in the forest and less management, so the rain snowpack won't make a difference. But we still need that extra water for hydropower, farming, cleaning our lakes, rivers, and streams. And on a somber note, I believe our monument will burn within the next couple years. Burn to the ground. Won't even be a defensible fire once it gets rolling. So we have to look. We have that to look forward to. But our Jackson County supervisors are hard at it. Going to make a difference. They had a fire summit, and they're going to put the screws to the Forest Service, right? Yeah, good luck with that. Unfortunately, they have no jurisdiction. That job belongs to our congressmen and senators throughout the state, but our commissioners are getting some good press out of that, so good for them. And why are commissioners elected on the basis of their political affiliation? This is a county organization. Shouldn't they be elected on the content of their character? Should political affiliations even be part of the consideration? I don't know. It's absurd to me. I'm not even sure what they do. And whatever happened to the absurd idea of a 60-day helicopter contract that was going to save the Rogue Valley and was wildly underpriced for reality? What was it, one or two million for two Type 1 helicopters? It probably wouldn't end up being double that. It didn't include the right amount of what we call exclusive use pay per day to the helicopter contractor, and it didn't include the cost for flight hours. So in my personal world, Oregon governmental incompetence is alive and well. I work in a semi-seasonal and contractual position, and I'm laid off for a while, which is fine for me. But I filed my unemployment, and Oregon unemployment neglected to tell me that there was another state I was entitled to benefits in that would have paid me a lot more weekly, so I had to cancel my Oregon claim. It took them four weeks to advise me of this, by the way. I lost those four weeks because the state I'll file in won't pay me retroactively, so that's gone, and ultimately I'm going to end up in a lawsuit with the state. But enough about me. And regardless of all that nonsense, because this is a show, a very big show today, probably the biggest show ever in Medford. We're going to have more than one guest, and they'll be the most famous, the most tremendous guest that you will ever hear from, a podcast emanating from Medford, Oregon. So this is Showbiz, and I'm going to make a phone call, and they're expecting my call. So let's make that call and get this show on the road. This is Julia Childs, the French chef, <laughs> and I have to say to you... Wait, 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 this was not the person I called. Well, who are you calling, Mr... Who this are, is Mark Roberts, and you guys have been expecting a call from me. Mark Roberts, let me check the, let me check the books here. Uh, Mark Roberts, oh, you're, you're just, you're right in there between radicchio <laughs> and uh, ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, and, uh, goodbye, Julia. Well, goodbye and ciao. <laughs>
Bon appetit. There must be some other person up there that I, I, there's got to be another person up there. That was not the person I called for. Who else could be on the line? I, I, I hear him breathing. Hello, Mark Roberts. I got the tip from Julia. This is Al Davis, managing general partner of the soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, Al, you're not going to believe this, but the people of Oregon are huge fans of the Ducks, but guess what team in the NFL comes first? Well, there were many days when I was up there with Jim Plunkett in <laughs> 1980, and I said, Jimmy, we got to get up there to Medford and Klamath Falls. There's some great fishing, and uh, we went up there. And everybody was talking about Steve Largent and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I was very upset about that. Is yeah, that not true? Steve Largent, yes. Raiders, I I don't know. Steve Largent never did anything for me. He was a short guy. How did he catch the ball so many times? Steve Largent, those short guys, you got to believe it. Some of the greatest Raiders that were never Raiders. Steve Largent. <laughs> Mac Aaron, remember Minnie Mac Aaron, of the greatness that was the New England Patriots. Of course, we beat them in that playoff game when Sugar Ray Hamilton provided a great, great play when he uh, did uh, uh, excessive roughness to the quarterback on Kenny Stabler. We called it in. Yes, baby. And, of course, the rest is history. And another short guy that won the MVP, Fred Bolitnikoff. In Super Bowl Eleven, the wow. greatness of the Raiders. Super Bowl Eleven. What year was that? I don't even think I was alive. Well, the game took place at the Rose Bowl in 1977. Okay, I was, was thirteen. You were thirteen years old. Yes, we know that, Roberts. <laughs> I did not attend. I must say, and I, I, I must say, I was a, a 49ers fan, not so much a football fan anymore. But listen, let's face it. The, the Niners, yeah. it was Raiders to the Super Bowl, 49ers to the Toilet Bowl. <laughs> I don't know how many times I heard that. I heard that all the time. John Brody, yeah, one of the great mediocrities yeah. of the 70s. Truly a terrible quarterback, <laughs> not a Raider. How about Joe Montana? Could he have been a Raider? Joe Montana could have been a Raider. Okay. Oh, yes, he could have been a Raider. Great and, Raider. Uh, well, a great Raider. Great with the ladies. Could have right. been a great Raider. Right there with John Matuzak <laughs> and Reggie Kinlaw. So listen, <laughs> down there in the Bay Area, we've got some, uh, we've got a Raider debacle as usual. We can't figure out where the Raiders are going to play. Are you looking forward? Now the Raiders had a tentative deal with to play at AT&T Park now. Currently Oracle no. Park. No, no. To play on the diamond once again. No, we will not. I will say this right now. We will not step, step foot in China Basin. There's no way. I would not allow it. That is not Raider territory. That is not a Raider place to play. This, this organization, its greatness lies in its future. I would rather play on South Las Vegas Boulevard in front of the Tropicana instead of playing. And or oral park or whatever it is. <laughs> wow, that is fantastic, Al. What's going on up there in heaven? Who have you been hanging out with? 
I've been hanging out well. Uh, you know, Vince Lombardi was a great friend of mine. Jim Otto, not quite there yet. Jim Otto, one leg's here. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. I'm sorry, Jumbo. You know, we might have to clip that. You know, you know how it is. Sometimes it's one part gets ahead of everything else. But anyway, or two. But anyway, so uh, I'm up here with Sinatra. You know, Frank of was a great, great Raider fan. Say hi to Dean for me, by the way. Big fan. Uh, yes, and of course, Jimmy Gardner. James Garner, Hi. Uh, a great, great Raider fan, and uh, uh -huh. you know he's uh, he likes to drink black beer. I don't understand it. I never had it before. I'm not a big drinker, you know. Right. And that's why I lasted so long, until of course all the pus started coming okay, through right, my face. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I don't need that mental picture. So listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I've got some other people on the. Uh, that are lined up on the blower. I why hear them in the tell, background. I hear why the don't rumbling. Why do you talk to someone who's alive? <laughs> okay, sure. Put them on. Uh, I think I got my uh, wires crossed here. Uh, oh. This is uh, holy mackerel! Manager. Is this it's Bruce Bochy, the San Francisco Giants? Yes, and I'm uh, I'm on my way over to uh, oh gosh, a Raleigh Park. I don't know what they're calling it <laughs> for. For the fan fest uh i'm really excited we can get nothing this year i'm very very excited how long is so the line it's like going into a gunfight with no bullets what what you say? how long's long the line there? around the building these days Hold for on fan fest? could you just get out of the way i'm the manager of the giants get out of the way i'm supposed to park here damn it i'm not no more mr nice guy i'm sorry what did i say what did you say so uh, bruce you're line. let me ask Suckers. you this hold on a second hold go ahead suckers yeah, you're a bunch of. I wouldn't buy a ticket to see this game, this team. What's the matter with you? And if you're going to buy a hot dog, buy one down across the street at Momo's. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Bruce bought you. So listen, Bruce, you're still alive, but your career is near death. Do you think you're really going to come back next year? What are you talking about? I'm going. Oh, this is so frustrating for me because, uh, you know, everybody thinks I'm a nice guy. I'm starting to lose my mind. My mind's starting to get flooded here. And I was going to start fumbling, mumbling my words. I was doing pretty good there for a minute. Uh, yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> you got this me. Is a, I, this is the way I feel. This is the way I feel in the sixth, in the sixth inning. Uh, first couple innings, I'm there. You know, I, I got the starter going, and, and then Johnny Cueto gets injured, and then I don't know who the hell I put in. The other day, I, well, last year, I was saying, uh, "Where's Romo?" I, I called for Romo. And they said, he ain't been on the team for three years. I said, oh, shit. I didn't know that. Anyway, I forgot. Bring back Moda. That's what we need, somebody who can relieve all these rotten starters. Well, Manny Moda's dead. Uh, Not that Moda. I was thinking about Guillermo Moda. Oh, oh that's Moda. I don't like, you know, I'll tell you something. Some of these guys, they smell. They just stink, and I can't stand them, and I I don't like to call them in for the bullpen because they just stink, and it's not their pitching. It's the way they smell. <laughs> I told Larry Bear that the other day. I said, Larry, these guys stink, and I, I can't think of them. That's not a way to talk about your pitchers. Some of them are good. I said, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, they stink. They physically stink. you got to install showers or something. It's like, it's like, it smells like the, lock, the uh, locker room at the call. <laughs> <laughs> 
myself laugh there. Uh, I need to laugh. I got I got to stand in front of all these suckers for three hours and pretend to be happy about this team that stinks. They stink. Now, you good people in Oregon, I have advice, some advice for you. Yes. Uh, watch the Seattle Mariners. This team oh, stinks. Geez, please. Uh, American League, Bruce. We can't do it. In fact, we're, we're getting our own team. It's called the Portland Diamond Project, and they have yet to divulge whether we're getting an American or, or a National League team, but it's going to happen. The Portland Diamond Project? The Portland Diamond said? Project. They don't have an official team name yet. Uh, well, do they have a manager yet? We're working on that. Well, I, you know, I, I may not want the responsibility. So I, That's I'll all right. We don't, we don't need you. Stay in San Diego. It's much warmer. Uh, uh, I think you got the wrong information. I'm thinking about moving back to France, where I was born. I really do. I'm just, I'm just gonna. I'm do you gonna, speak I'm French? Be, I do. Uh, the other day, I was like, uh, uh, "Is there any bathrooms in this town? Uh, I need to go wee wee." <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> ah, that is fantastic. So listen, Bruce. It's yeah. It's been a hold pleasure. On, get hold I, on one second. Sure. Get out of my way. I said, get out of the way. Okay. Jeez. You know, you bought, you bought it. You're gonna buy a ticket to see this team. Okay, well, it's your fault. That's your problem. I don't know, buy a ticket to see this damn team. Thirty-five dollars for a beer, by the way, is ridiculous. Thirty-five. Thirty-five dollars. Yeah. Really. Thirty-five. Because the $35. last time I was there, you know, I didn't go to a single game last year, but I, I do like the eleven-dollar sangria. I wonder what it's going up to. Well, I wouldn't. There's two things I want to give some advice. Okay, right. first week of the season. Yeah. All right. Don't buy a crab sandwich. And don't buy a hot dog because them's leftovers from last September. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So uh, that uh, crab sandwich. Well, you know, I be. sit in club. I'm not sure that they have hot dogs up there. Oh, uh, they got a lot of weenies and a bunch of dicks in there. And people <laughs> think they own the place. <laughs> All right. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Oscar Meyer's looking for a, a driver. I heard about that. Wiener. Yeah, you should call in and see if you can get a job doing that. It's. Uh, it's year round. You can do. No, nah, I'm good. I'm around. good. I'm good. All but right. thanks for well, the. Thanks for the. Uh, All right, I, I I gotta go because these people are just ridiculous. I, why don't you become Dodger fan? Yeah, get out of here. This year's John's manager. <laughs> this year's John. Oh, don't make myself laugh. This year's John's manager Bruce Bocci, and together, we're screwed. Ah, oh, jeez. Well, thank you. Thank you for your participation, Bruce. It's been a great career for you. If you leave tomorrow, no one will miss you, and no one will forget those three world championships. Yeah, they already done forgot it. Oh, Who else is on the line up there, Bruce? Who's next? I know you're just Hello. visiting. Hello again, everyone. This is yours truly. Miss to see how it goes south and having the mind clear. The body agile, ready to take on the likes of Camilla Harris. One of the great abominations in political arenas in this country. I cannot stand her. Oh, my but God. She's a beautiful woman. She not only is beautiful, she was once my neighbor in El Sobrano. Really? Yes. Oh, well, why didn't she stay there? What a terrible thing to see. Just a terrible thing to see. And now I have to say that I just saw Julia Childs playing frisbee with Toadie Fields, and Toadie has no legs, absolutely no legs. And uh, 
beautiful mama Cass, who is now a diminutive 340 pounds. Way to go, mama. I understand you're on the Jenny Craig plan. Very good. Very have you seen good. Janice Joplin? Speaking of... I, I have. Uh-huh. Everywhere Janice goes, it's flowers, it's tea, and it's white powder. That's all I can oh, say. Yeah, it's a terrible thing. The 27 Club, I believe, uh, is what they call it. Listen, <laughs> how old was Jim Morrison around that same age? He's a 27. Oh, jeez. It's the 27 Club. Hendrix? I used to go, I used, 27. <laughs> I used to go to the 21 Club Yeah. And uh, in New York, and I would lunch with little John Lennon. Right. Uh, and uh, Johnny uh, was so... Uh, he was such an outspoken individual. And, he, of course, he had his problems with Yoko Ono, who refused to shave another regions. I cannot believe it. She didn't shave anywhere. It was. She should have shaved her vocal cords. Well, maybe she, probably, she did. Maybe that was the problem. I don't know. It was, But she was actually a nice woman. And I don't know why we're talking about Yoko Ono. Well, we want to talk about the good people of the northern... Uh, Pacific Northwest, and some of the great moments I had up there in Oregon. Tell me. I remember one time. Well, one time I ran over a bear. Uh, well, actually, it wasn't me. It was my my um, limo driver, Pegaro. Okay. Uh, we accidentally ran over a bear, took it to the vet. Everything was fine. Uh-huh. Um, but, yes, it was a terrible thing to see. Just a terrible thing to see. Yeah. And Vince Lombardi was there, too, uh, with his football helmet. It was made of leather, uh, if you remember that. So listen, Mr. C, um, where can people find you on the web? I have been, re- I have, no, I have no longer reside on the web, uh, unfortunately. Listen, the, the one thing that bothers me about the Mr. C in heaven uh, persona is that there was once a movie, and all my parts ended up on the cutting... Not only did all my parts end up on the cutting room floor, but the entire movie ended up on the cutting room floor. The entire movie? Yes. Oh, the Mr. C documentary. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's true. And, Robert, you were in that movie. We were at 107.7 The Bone. Yes. And I was feeding you information. And you were feeding me information, and you were, and uh, I believe there was someone by the name of Sammy the Psychic was right. there, and she told me to stay away from mayonnaise. <laughs> and ever since then, right. being Jewish, I never, ever stepped into mayonnaise. It was always mustard. It was Hellman's mustard. It was French's mustard. It was Buster uh, Spiegelman's mustard. I never, ever uh, went the best foods route ever. So listen, Mr. C, at some point I'm going to have a website and I'm going to put a link to the Mr. C trailer. That would be good. So the people who don't know you, but now obviously have enormous amount of new fans up here in Oregon, they're going to want to see who you are. Who were some of the most famous people you met as Mr. C in heaven? Well, you know, during the course of that time period, but let's go back to 2002 when I first started talking to uh, Gary Radnich on KNBR Radio in San Francisco. I never thought I would run across some 
very famous people. I remember the time I met Bob Costas. I was emerging from an electrical closet yes. at the at the uh, Alley Center in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, Costas was standing outside the door. I had to, I had to change inside this room, and uh, came out. And as I'm emerging, there he's standing there, and he starts saying, "There he is, the one and only Howard Costa." Every time I met Bob, and we became friends over the years. He would always talk in Howard Cosell's voice. And I said, I don't talk like that. I do not talk like that. And I only talk like that when I am announcing a game. I don't go around saying, down goes Costas. Down goes C I don't talk like that. And then, of course, he would go back to, there he is, the one and only. And I just, you know, but uh, Bob Costas and then uh, probably the culmination of all the people I met over the years. Uh, was Muhammad Ali, oh. and Muhammad yeah. uh, was just, uh, you know, at the time it was uh, difficult to see him because Parkinson's had ravaged him, and he was in a very, very uh, difficult state, uh, physical state, but, uh, you know, uh, he was very touched when I met him, and uh, yes, great memories. Well, I want to thank you, Howard, for joining me. It's been a pleasure talking to you and your friends. Um, let me give my outro here, and uh, we'll get your final comments. So the list is long, but I'm always open for someone that can hold a conversation that has entertainment value, has something to plug or pimp. If you are one of these people, I'd be happy to have you on my show, and you can reach me at medfordsbestpodcast at gmail.com. If your name is Trish Glose, I want to hear the story. I need to know the details. Please call. Anything anything to end? A happy note to end on, Howard? Uh, just uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. Okay. And I'm going to be the first one to say that to you. Okay. As we, as we, In and, advance. Oh, and don't forget March Madness is coming up. Uh, you know, you're going to have those, uh, what do you call it? The uh, What do you call those things? Brackets. Thank you. The brackets. I never partake. I never partook of the despicability of gambling. I never. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible. disease. Yes. That's as uplifting as I can get. Okay. Thank you, Howard. It's been a pleasure, and I hope to talk to you soon again. All right, Roberts. Okay. Good day. <laughs>